getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to this learning with me, Enny at global.media. So there's people who make their phone number or email addresses visible on LinkedIn profile. Normally see it next to their name or where the job title should be, but we call it tagline. Someone asked me recently whether you can call or email these people who make their contact details visible on LinkedIn. I mean, the fact that you know how to call them or get in touch with them and in your target market, does that make them a lead? Today, we're going to touch on why people display their contact details on LinkedIn. Then we'll look at the issue of actually taking those contact details and using them without agreement or permission first. You know, we're going to round off with better ways to get LinkedIn users who are warm or hot leads, which is what you really want. So why do people make the contact details visible on LinkedIn then? I guess that simple answer is that many people have different reasons for wanting you to see their contact details. Someone to come across as being open, someone to make it easy for you to contact them if you want to do business with them. You can imagine a job seeker may feel compelled to make the contact details visible to potential employers or recruiters. Look, the fact that you can see my contact details doesn't mean that you should contact me without my prior agreement. See, the person's thinking is that people want to do business with them. People want to buy from them. are the ones who are going to contact them. If, on the other hand, you're trying to get them to buy what you offer, I fear you're going to be quite disappointed. Let's explain why. Taking contact details off LinkedIn is definitely one of those things that falls into the category of just because you can does not mean that you should. Basically, you have between Bob, hope and no hope of getting them to buy from you. You contact someone out of the blue and try to sell to them. The reason that you will fail is because you're basically cold calling your LinkedIn connections or LinkedIn users. And we all know that cold calling doesn't work in 99.9% of cases. Or does it? So let's have a quick look at cold calling statistics, which came to me as a bit of a surprise, but let's break it down. See, I know many businesses that still use cold calling today. They get a number from wherever, with my buy list, and then they set about calling these people one after the other to try and generate leads. I guess you know, I'm, I'm always surprised, I'm always shocked, to be fair, that people are still relying on these methods to try and generate leads. I mean, I'm even more surprised that the statistics suggest that these people may not be as crazy as I think they are. It looks like there's some value in cold calling. Here's what I found. So 69% of buyers report accepting one or more cold calls during 2019. And 82% of buyers say they've accepted meetings with salespeople after a series of contacts beginning with a sales cold call. Another report that, that, that I came across estimates that cold calling only works at best 2% of the time. So you've got a list of 1,000 people, 2% is not a lot at all. At least 100 people, then 2% is, uh, yeah, two. HubSpot goes further and says that only 28% of cold calls will even get you a conversation. Yeah, I'm not a great fan. Obviously, you may get lucky with cold calling of LinkedIn, but there are better ways to spend your time and use LinkedIn as a network for professionals. 
You may get lucky with cold calling off LinkedIn, but there are better ways to spend your time and use LinkedIn's professional network. I definitely wouldn't be making cold calls soon. I tried cold calling before, by the way. Of course I have. Most of us have. So I got training in telesales, and I tried it for my business. I can tell you that I almost gave up the world to live after about, after about 20 calls. Only one day, by the way. Because you, know, you get a bit tired of people putting the phone down on you, people swearing at you, people who are like me. And they sort of tease you along their conversation. They play happy, and then you think you're getting somewhere, and then suddenly they laugh at you and then drop the call. I could go on and about it, what's wrong with cold calling? See, but going back to the stats, I'm not surprised that 63% of sales representatives say that cold call is the worst part of their job. An account by Jeff Winters makes my point about cold calling off LinkedIn very well, and it essentially tells us that it's futile. So this is how course because it was written in Forbes magazine, and then Jeff Winters basically says, I was trying to cold call super high-level individuals in Fortune 1000 companies. I was trying to sell software to these people, these execs in huge companies, which at that level is impossible. They don't respond. You often can't even get through to their assistance. I had to develop a new strategy to get to the people at that level. I would wake up at two in the morning and write clever emails to these execs. And I got tons of meetings using emails. I would even bet that emails is working less and less well with trying to contact this executives or people who are actually doing B2B these days because we get so many emails. But what's more important to know is that 78% of sales reps who use social media report that researching prospects on social networks helps them perform better in their job. They close more deals, basically. Now, there's no better way, no better place to do your research and build relationships with your ideal B2B clients than on LinkedIn. But when you use LinkedIn correctly, you don't do any cold calling. There's people that you connect with, people who actually want to talk to you, become warm leads at worst, and some of them would have become hot leads. And that's where you really win. So before we go into how you should use LinkedIn to generate leads, we'll have to look at the flip side of the coin of people calling you when they see your contact details. I mean, the question is this, should you give your contact details in your LinkedIn profile so visibly in the first place? See, the risk is when you make your contact details so visible, it's easy to get hold of, then you get spammed by people, for example, collect contact details of, of LinkedIn and use them. I mean, you risk getting random emails and calls from people trying to sell to you. Also, you risk getting malicious spam messages from people that you don't know, have never heard of. And some of these spam messages could be seriously harmful. With malware, could be other dangers that's trying to commit crime, I suppose. Let's face it, criminals can use a phone number or email for God knows what. So if you've got time to answer all of these calls and messages, then go ahead, make it easy for Tom, Dick and Harry to contact you without looking at your profile. So when you put your contact details next to your name and you know, at the top of your LinkedIn profile, essentially that information is visible to anyone who comes across your LinkedIn account. They haven't got to go to your profile ever. They can see how to contact you in search results. They can see how to contact you in comments. 
basically anywhere that your LinkedIn account turns up, they can see you and they're like to know anything more about you. It certainly will know the interest in what they're selling and whether you might be willing to give them time of day. And the place to give your contact details on LinkedIn is in the about section. So in the about section, there is a, a space for contact details. The contact details section is what LinkedIn calls it. And that's the way you give your phone number, your email, and other contact details you want to give people. So the reason you, you want to put it there is because only people you're connected with, your first level connections, can actually see your contact details. Yeah, those who are interested in what you do would have to jump through hoops to get the contact details in any case. If you connect with them, a few clicks, and they can contact you easily. I don't see why you have to make your contact details so obvious to Tom, Dick and Harry, like I said earlier. Let's look at the reality of it. LinkedIn is not for cold calling. You have all the tools from search, from a huge network of people to do proper outreach. I mean, the whole point of LinkedIn is to build that network and then engage people with the aim of speaking to those who are interested in doing business with you. When you find people who are interested in doing business with you and you connect with them, it's not hard to engage in conversation and then take the conversation of LinkedIn. What you really want is to add potential bias to your LinkedIn network. Once your network has connections, then you can build a relationship with them. And that's when you begin to find out who's actually interested and then who's worth talking to of LinkedIn. Never call anyone of LinkedIn unless you're giving your contact details. I mean, some people give their contact details on LinkedIn profile, as I said earlier, and even that's the wrong information. That's an old email. Yeah, but they might have changed jobs for all you know. And many people either don't put their, their contact details in their profile at all, or they put like, contact details that are out of date. So it's always worth asking anyone who you want to talk to on LinkedIn, what's the best number to call you on? What's the best email to reach you on? That way, they expect you to get in touch and you get a much better response than doing the cold calling thing, which I don't encourage anyone to do. So when someone gives their contact details on LinkedIn, I always encourage my clients to reciprocate. And I always give them your contact details too. I think it's only polite and it shows mutual trust. You give me your number, I give you my number. Uh, it, can't, it shouldn't just be a one way, you got, I got your number now. I can harass you as much as I feel, I feel like doing. At the end of the day, I genuinely believe that it's morally wrong to cold call people of LinkedIn. Well, cold calling is the same as cold emailing of LinkedIn because most of the time you're going to be wasting your time. You also be wasting the other person's time too. If you, you know, they might be misguided in terms of displaying their contact information, you know, but like I always say, ignore the contact details you see on LinkedIn, whether it's in the headline in, in, a, in the LinkedIn banner, even in LinkedIn profile. Use LinkedIn for what it's for, which is about connecting with people, engaging with them, and then taking the conversation to the next step with those who give you consent and agreements to find out more about what you do. But if code calling off LinkedIn has worked for you, I'd love to know. Now, don't be shy, now, get in touch and uh, let me know how it worked for you. That's what I'm gonna to say today. So happy LinkedIn marketing as always. And that's today's episode with me, NLGlobal.media.
because as always, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. And also, if you subscribe, obviously you'd be among the first of the people to get the next episode as soon as it comes out in a couple of weeks' time. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Learning with me, Amy, at Media. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.